You should do a Tin Man. I love that song. I'm gonna stop right here for a second, Annie. I'm gonna stop right here. These girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. You tell them, Miranda. Miranda. That's some country damn music. That's what we're singing tonight. That's what we're singing. Then she goes right back into Timmy. Shall we start again? Shall we start again? Like Groundhog Day. Miranda Lambert fans. Like gaggle of hens. It turns out, Donna, they were having a photo shoot. They had hair and they had makeup and they had uh, spotlights and wind machines. No, they didn't. Just causing a ruckus. I mean, the way you tell the story, then it does make it sound like, why would people, you know, that that would be a problem, but that's not what happened. Well, it should have been a problem. It was a problem. It was a problem from Miranda wasn't. Lambert. It, it was wasn't. A problem from Miranda it's Lambert. Miranda Lambert. All She's the problem. I did find this clip, though, from uh, Kenny Chesney, his, uh, uh, one of his big stadium tours when she opened for him in 2019. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and there was a moment when somebody was, you know, tossing a beach ball around, you know, they're in the pit in front of the stage or whatever. Miranda grabs the beach ball and, and then, then pulls out a, 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 a hunting knife. And gives it like a uh, a prison yard uh, shiv uh, is what she pulls out of her, her fishnet stockings and just busts the beach ball. Here's that moment from uh, the Kenny Chesney Tour 2019. I love y'all, but we're not at the damn beach. We're singing country music tonight. We're singing country music tonight. We're not at the damn beach, y'all. But it's the same thing she said in Vegas. We're here for country damn music, y'all. We we know what we're there for. Thank you. Randa. She just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I didn't say it on radio because we have to be a little more careful. But, um, oh, she rubs me the wrong way. I, I love her music. I don't like her in person as much. I just, I just want to be rubbed any which way. I'll take wrong, right, indifferent, any okay. way to be rubbed. Coming up during this episode of Cadillac Check My Second Act, I'm going to rattle off a list of things that I would have rather been doing than be aboard this Southwest Airlines flight full of Taylor Swift fans, Swifties as they're called. A red-eye flight already been delayed once from Denver to Salt Lake City post-Taylor Swift concert last weekend in Denver. And the Southwest flight attendants were encouraging this, Donna, a Taylor Swift sing-along at 30,000 feet. You'll hear the audio of the Swifty Choir, and I'll rattle off my list of things I would have rather been doing than have been on that flight. Like like uh, kick a bee's nest. I'd rather kick a bee's nest than have been aboard that flight, Don. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. I put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast. Where we talk about things you're talking about with family and friends, conversations about uh, pop culture, trends, headlines in the news. We talk about country music and concerts, and often revealing and endearing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Donna, welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name is Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, I have not talked about this, and I just don't know why I haven't. So I went to. Um, Hang on, I had to bend over. Hang on, I had to bend over. Hang on. That hurt. Go ahead. You can't do anything about my echo, I guess, huh? I dropped my cord. I can't because we're in two. Okay, well, two. Sorry. One, two. Here we go. So I, I went to um, Charleston up for the 4th of July with Charlotte, our 17-year-old, and went to see my brother and sister-in-law and niece and that whole gang that live up in Charleston, Mount Pleasant. And then I also went to see um, Eric Church with our good friend Betsy Richard and her niece, Audrey. We had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um However, on when, so they were there through the weekend and then 
Betsy and Audrey went home and then we stayed through after the fourth to visit with my brother and do some things in Charleston. So my father is buried over at Fripp Island, which is probably an hour and a half from Charleston. And it's kind of a, a resort area that we grew up going to as a family. And, um, there's kind of a cre- crematorium, I guess that's what it's called. Where an in, in tour, I forget what it's called. Anyway, it's where like you can put like people's ashes. Do you know what that's called? Yeah, Come yeah. I, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a uh, mausoleum. Yes, so, mortuary. I, I can't so remember. Anyway, like I think it's called a crematorium. Anyway, his ashes are there now. On a side note, Nana mm-hmm. has a little space beside him, and I've told you guys this before. Nana is my mother who lives in assisted living. And I asked her, do you want to still be buried by dad? Well, you know, my mom, after my dad passed away, she met Mr. Al at church and they had a longstanding relationship for over 20 something years. And then Mr. Al passed away after he turned over a hundred years old recently, 104, yeah, 104. And so I said, you know, do you still want to be buried by dad? She's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, what's the reservation? And she's like, I just don't know if I want to be that far up there. I'm like, okay, mom, you're not there when you're there. But listen, I want to respect her wishes, but I just need to know. Okay, I'm way offside on this. But anyway. Okay, go ahead. Finish. Wrap up. So go over to see, wanted to go over to Fripp Island to see where, you know, my dad right, spent right. some time Charlie. there. And, and I never, the kids never met your dad. Uh, he passed when you were. No, uh, out of, he, you graduated college, right? You graduated from Georgia. Yes. Because you were working at Kicks. We just didn't know each other, I don't think. That's, That's right. Okay. I think I was at Kicks. Yes. So I never had the honor of meeting Charlie. That's right. So I took Charlotte over and I was so thankful. My friend Sarah Hogan, because you can't just get on the island. And I'll be honest with you. I called up there and I talked to um, the security office and I talked to someone in the you know main office and told them my story. And they were not very accommodating. I think I, they thought I was just really? trying to get on the island for the 4th of July and bringing out some dead father story or something. Quite well, honestly. horrible. I know, but they, they, they could have cared less. They were like, we're really busy. We don't have time for this. So, you know what you do? You call on your friends. That's what you do. What's that song? I'd Tracy find Bird. out who your friends are. are. Yes, well, I know who my Tracy friends Lawrence. are. 90s country. And, yes, and one of my best friends is old Sarah Hogan. Sarah! And so she had a house for a while on Fripp Island, and so I reached out to her and said, I knew she had a friend, um, Jessica, who still lived on the island, and I said, she has a couple of friends, and I said, could they just call me in a day pass? And danged if Sarah didn't do it in no time. Love her. So go over there, spend some time over there. All is well with my dad, Charlie. Um, and Charlotte and I spent, had a great day, walked on the beach, just, you know, had a really good day. And it was great to be back over there because I hadn't been there in quite a while. And Charlotte loves that place. She talked about it. You know, I want to come back up here. She remembered a lot of things like the Fripp alligator and stuff. If you've ever been to Fripp Island, there's a big alligator statue. And, and deer, she just kind of remembered a lot of stuff when she got back over wild. there. What'd you say? The deer that run wild everywhere. Yeah, no. so many deer. It was very crowded because it was the 4th of July. So we left and we stopped at um, JT, JT, JT Tavern. Yeah, it's a place we used to always eat there in the shrimp shack. So we stopped there and ate and Charlotte ate at the bar. She thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Loved it. Okay, so then we leave and we're driving back to Charleston. And I said to Charlotte, do you think we should go by Moselle? Now, a lot of you who are listening are like, what the hell's Moselle? But a lot of you who are listening are like, I hope the hell you went by Moselle. 
Because if you watched the Murdoch trial, uh, yes. Alex Murdoch yes. and Paul Murdoch, Maggie Murdoch, Paul Paul, I did not kill Paul Paul. I would not kill Paul Paul. Then you know what I'm talking about. The entire case kind of hinged around this house, home, hunting lodge that they have called Moselle. And Moselle, you know, the whole thing basically took took place in Beaufort or Beaufort, however you want to say it, in South Carolina. And they're in the news again. What was it you sent me yesterday, Ken? Uh, something happened. There was a there was a, a an award given. Fifteen million, right? Yes, fifteen million awarded to the family uh, from the convenience store that that sold the miner the the beer. I think. Let me double check that. Oh, I didn't know that it was from the convenience store. I thought it was from because I was like, where would they get fifteen million from Alex Murdoch's estate? Let me double check that. Yeah. So tragically, um, there was a boat accident and a young lady lost her life. And then there were just a lot of people that lost their lives because the Murdochs just killed everybody. And this is not allegedly anymore. You know, this is. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, and I me, told you all me, about when I was sent. I spent some time backstage with Hardy and he said yeah. he reminded me how many people got killed. Um, like Maggie killed the maid. Okay. Family of the boat crash victim. Um, gets $15 million and a wrongful death settlement. The family of the 19-year-old woman who died in the 2019 boat accident received a settlement from the convenience store that sold Paul alcohol. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah, that was that. That award came this week. Okay, so the property um, is called Moselle, and it's over in Colleton County, South Carolina, which is probably... Now, Sarah told me it's about 40 minutes from Beaufort, but it was a long 40 minutes. I'm talking about an hour and a half. Anywho, um, it... Went for sale for $3.9 million last year, and a consortium, a group of people, purchased it. So it's no longer, obviously, owned by the Murdochs. So it had become quite, kind of like this beacon and this symbol that people would go by. And I had spent time with my niece two days before, and we'd gone out on her husband's boat, and she had said she drove over to Moselle one day. And her husband was like, when did you do that? That is just nuts. Like, don't you have other things to do? And like, I'm like, no, we don't have other things to do. This is what we're doing. Well, you probably do, but you just well, we don't don't do. We them. know what we need to be doing, and it's driving to Moselle. So Charlotte doesn't miss a beat. She's like, let's go, Mama. So here we go. Ow! ow I just fell. Did you take okay. up the guitar? You taking no. guitar, Donna? Are I'm you trying. Gonna, you're going to write me a song. Keith Urban. You're writing me a song, aren't you? A I country am. and western song. I love Prepare, it. It's a love song. I had no idea. Why are you yes. taking up a guitar lesson? It starts with love, and then it's full of venom, and then it comes back around to love, just oh, like wow. every good love song does. Oh, goodness, goodness. Well, that's what country songs sure, do. Sure. Okay, anywho. So Charlotte and I take off to Moselle, and I mean, when I tell you I've got you, a doctor's appointment down, tomorrow at 3. Do you think we're going to be done by, with maybe. the story by then? I mean, it was like a two-lane road uh -huh. to nowhere. And then it was like dusk, and it was starting to get dark, and uh -huh. I started getting... Sleepy like I am right now? No, like... I don't know how to explain it. Weird energy. Like I was like, this is bad karma. Like I'm going to a house where two people lost their lives, where there was so much tragedy. To sightsee. Like why am I doing this? To, sight to take pictures for Instagram. Well, I told Charlotte, I said, I want to turn around. Like I started kind of getting anxiety and freaking out. She's like, we're not turning around. I mean, we're 40 minutes in, mom. We're going. So there is nobody when I tell you on this road. And so it's this long road, and we turn down it finally to get on there, and we pull over, get to the house. You can put the exact address in, pull over, get out, and Charles like, let me take a picture. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to take a picture. So she takes a picture, and 
there's just this, like there's a golf cart going up and down the road. There's this truck that keeps coming up and down the road. And then I'm thinking, are we going to get taken down like that little boy? Because, you know, there was the little fella that, that they think, allegedly, that Buster or somebody from the Murdochs was having the relationships with. And they found him dead in the road with his shoes on. With, with his shoes on? Well, they tried to say he got hit by a car. But as Hardy told me, his shoes were on. If you got hit by a car, your shoes, would have your shoes fly off. He said, All, they killed Every him. time? Every time? Huh? Every time that happens? If you get hit every by time a car? what happens? Do you, do, you, do your shoes fly off if you get hit by a car every time? If you get hit by a car going 50-something miles an hour and it kills you, yeah. you're not just going to be gonna laying fly. there like you're it's, posing for a Madonna. Okay, all right. But that's so, what Hardy says. Old country artist Hardy, right? Well, but it was like he was posing for a Vogue issue. I mean, the way they had this little boy laid out. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should I should I call for my truck now to go to the doctor tomorrow? Anyway. Okay. There's really nothing to the end of the story. Oh However, my God! I do want to tell really? you this. Fourteen. I started sh- and fourteen no. seconds. Okay, listen. Uh-huh. I started sharing with people that you know had gone to visit Moselle because people are still so obsessed with this trial. And I was talking to somebody in the store about this. This woman who comes in all the time, and she said, "I want to show you my picture." And I said, "Okay." So she had gone to Moselle. And there's I, a ghost in the upper right corner. Yes. Stop it. Stop okay. it. Okay. She showed me her picture. Mm-hmm. And there is very obviously Paul. this shadow. Bottom left. Now, I don't know who that is. I don't know if that's Paul Paul. I don't know if that's Alex trying to kill her. Holding the a sign picture. with a QR code link to Jimmy Dean Sausage for a 20% off promo code or something. Have you ever done anything like that? Like, have you ever traveled to like you know they call it like a mecca like have you ever gone to like you know people go to graceland or but those are like tourist attractions you know where you pay but have you ever gone anywhere that you aren't not necessarily not supposed to be no but i thought about it pretty recently as a matter of fact do you, you remember the story in georgia uh the the mini stonehenge um rocks that got blown up uh, out no. uh out uh, way out i 20 um you don't remember that story like was it a Buddhist temple? No, it was just like a uh, there were there were rocks that appeared and, and formed this like little Stonehenge in Edenton, Georgia, or somewhere. Um, and 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 uh, there's a big conspiracy as to why they the rocks blew up or they were removed last summer. It was a year ago almost mm-hmm. uh, this month. I wanted to travel out there and sniff around, see what was going on, see if I could do some investigation. That's what I mean. It's like you want to yeah. do your own investigation. Right. Yeah, I thought about it I, I, pretty recently here. Yeah. Well, and for a while, I mean, they had to turn people away. Like, they were like, stop coming here, you know, because when the trial was going on, there were a ton of people. And my niece told me that, like, you know, she knew people that went and sat in the courtroom because it was in Beaufort. Right. You know, it was downtown. Um, I guarantee you, if you'd been there, you would have gone and sat in the I would have. Listen, I I was a jury consultant for years for Fulton County Superior Court. But you weren't. You weren't. I was a Mm -hmm. courtroom monitor slash jury um, consultant, Don. I was for many, many. Okay, of the if that biggest, is the case, yes. Cadillac Jack, then you would think when we went uh-huh. down for our little federal, th- not right. no, listen, it wasn't like a federal thing. We were in federal court for right. something. It we didn't do anything. Us either. Let's it be really clear. Yeah. Let's be clear. Right. Um, but you would think you would know where to park to where the two of us wouldn't have gotten booted. We both got booted. Two of us we both got booted. Uh, Georgia Guidestones. Georgia Guidestones was a granite monument that stood in Elbert County, Georgia. From 1980 to 2022, 19 feet, 3 inches tall, and made from six granite slabs weighing a total of uh, about 250,000 pounds. Mm. 
referred to as the American Stonehenge. The monument's creators believed that there was going to be an upcoming social, nuclear, or economic calamity, and they Mm. wanted the monument to serve as a guide for humanity in the world which would exist after. Ultimately became the subject of conspiracy theories, which alleged that it was connected to Satanism. Uh, The morning of July 6, 2022, the guide stones were heavily damaged in a bombing (gasps) and were dismantled later that day. Uh, Late July last year, Elberton Mayor Daniel Graves announced plans to rebuild the monument. However, August 6th, the Elbert County Board of Commissioners voted to donate the remains of the monument to the uh, Elberton Granite Association and return the five acres of land on which the monument was erected to its previous owner. I wanted to go out there and check out the, the, guides, the George Guidestone. Can you imagine when he got in front of that like city council and he said, listen, I think we need to rebuild this thing. They're like, they, they were like, Next. let's turn off the cameras for a minute. Next. And they were like, Jimmy, are you going to rebuild this crap? Like, do you know what these look like? Do you know how to put these rocks together so they're not going to tip over and you need to stand them up? And are you going to put like glue on the bottom of one of them so it sticks to the other? Like, who's in charge of this crap? Using Raptor tape. Seriously. Slam them all together. Um, they're like, who's in charge of this? I don't well, know. Who, who Let's just vote them, to that's, that's not big, stop this madness. Well, that's the big thing. The big question is who bombed who bombed the Georgia Guidestones a year ago, July? Well, I think it was like some religious people because if it was a Satanist, a Satanistic cult, I right. think they had to take it down. They were doing the Lord's work. Okay. But here's what I want to know. Who built those little rocks from the beginning? Good question. I bet it was some monks. You know, there's a lot of monasteries. Isn't there a monastery in Rockdale County? I don't know that. But right, if you're the, listening in Maine, there's a monastery up there. I've been to it. We're outside of Boston. It's outside of Kitty Bunkport, and it is fantastic. But you can't talk in there. I'm telling you. Conspiracy they, they theories. They serve bread. Rant. They serve the uh-huh. best bread. Okay. It's like Jesus made it himself. It's like Jesus so good. Made himself, the bread they yes, serve. I'm telling you, it is like. Tell me about describe Mana it. from heaven. But describe I went to that monastery with a friend of mine when I lived up there to get the bread. Uh-huh. And I'm talking. And this woman, I think she was a nun. She was just shushing me. Although I don't know if a nun could be in a monastery because the whole point of being in a monastery is you can't see women. Right. You can't see their skin. But th- I think that that's why they have the nuns working in the bread store now that I think about it. Because then if they had the monks working in the bread store, well, that defeats the purpose because then they see us hot women coming in to buy the bread. And they're like, oh. Uh. What, what, what's happening right there when that, that sound comes out? Uh, uh, what, what is he doing right there? That moment? He's thinking, I got to uh, bust my he, ass out of here and get me some he, women. What's he touching? What's he touching in that uh, moment? What's that all his about? His bread. He's touching his bread. <laughs> How did we get oh here? Oh, my God. Jesus, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this How podcast. How did we get here I from his hell? Podcast. It's just, it doesn't, it's just whatever you want, you just say it. You just say, I love it. Jeez. Freaking love it. Um, I want to talk about Delta. Uh, for full disclosure, a, a partner of ours, uh, today at least, uh, with this podcast. But uh, Delta, you know, there's been record-breaking heat all over the country, but in, in Vegas on uh, Tuesday, I think. There was a Delta jet that the flight had been canceled. The plane was left on the tarmac at the Vegas airport for four or five hours. Temperatures in the temperatures in the cabin, Donna, got to 115 degrees. People were throwing up. They were shitting themselves. Okay. Now, see, when we did this on radio, I couldn't say that. I had to say soil. That's but do we difference. know that they were yes, pooping in their pants absolutely. just because it was hot? The Why? Because it's Post. hot. Do you poop in your pants? Because you're, you're, you're dehydrated, Donna. You've been on a plane with no air for four 
hours. You're done. Your system is shutting down. You're just shitting everywhere. Okay, stop. Seriously, you're stop. You're shitting in your Birkin bag. Okay, stop. Stop saying that. I love it. Well, in radio, I couldn't say. It. I had to say solo. Yeah, but you really can't say that that much in podcasting. Well, you can. You can no, say whatever you, you can't. want. You can't. So, um, the same day that this happened, and there was also another jet at uh, JFK on a tarmac with no air conditioning. The Delta Airlines social media manager took to Twitter, and what you may think was just an innocent tweet at three fifteen p.m. Eastern that afternoon. Uh, maybe unaware of what was going on in Vegas and unaware of what was going on in New York with stranded passengers on the tarmac, uh, literally cooking on Delta jets. Uh, the social manager for Twitter, uh, social media manager for Twitter uh, for the Delta brand uh, writes, uh, what words rhyme with Delta? Right? Innocent, Donna. Simple, right? You'd think. Not that particular day. <sighs> yeah. Because uh, this uh, it turned into just, it just turned into a mess. Hang on. Hang on. Stand by. Uh, that is from a, uh, a Delta Airlines YouTube video, Don. I found where they, back in 1985, invited all the employees of Delta to come out and sing that song to uh, uh, to be in the, the the video, to be documented in the video, which in turn became a commercial. I mean, it's so old school. I, I love it. I spent a lot here's, of time on that piece. Yes. Here's the, I know, and you did a great job. You didn't feel like you got enough oomph today glory. from the radio. I didn't get enough glory I'm on the radio, in the radio way. I want some glory I in the podcast. I totally appreciate line. it. But here's the lesson in all this, not about our partner Delta or what have it's like the Bud Light situation. Well, you, you can't they just had drop the, that because we haven't even talked about it on the podcast. You can't just drop that. You've got to give a little bit well, of Well, I mean, out. most people know about it. They hired a, a trans spokesperson right. for a day to talk about Bud Light, and it infuriated people because they didn't want that. Okay, here's my thing. Right. Whether you are okay with that, with Bud Light, whether you're okay with whatever Delta did – I just don't understand how these marketing and branding people are operating in a vacuum. As a marketing person myself, and you are too, how many times have you worked somewhere where like, I, when I worked for Atlanta Magazine, if you change the color of the A, like in your logo, like alarms would go off, you know? So I just don't understand like, this had to be like bandied about and talked about like, Hey, we're going to do this thing, you know, silly little thing. On, what, what yeah, Again, rhymes, not knowing that it was going to, you know, there was going to be plane issues. Rhyme with Delta. Yeah. But every day, Caddy, there's plane issues for whatever reason. Right. So why I would mean, you open yourself up? Many planes. Why open yourself up and your brand up for just exactly. assassination, assassination via social media, which is what happened. Uh, yeah, 315. I mean, uh -huh. Yeah. I just don't understand right. it because travelers too, it's almost like, Okay, it's like if you tell your kids when they're posting on social media, please don't put up like, do you like my new hair color or whatever? Because there's always going to be those bullies and those horrible individuals, trolls. Yes. Who say, I think you look stupid. Keyboard cowboys is what I call Yes. Them. I can't believe that you did that. You look so ugly. Right. Well, here, here, it's okay. Here's an example of that. All right, 315 Delta tweets, what words rhyme with Delta? The first response is, Delay, which has, it doesn't rhyme with Delta. 
sir. Uh, Jim. Jim from, from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Well played, sir. Well played. But it, it doesn't rhyme with Delta, but that's what makes it even funnier. All right? The second response to come in, Donna, to the tweet, what words rhyme with Delta? Bankruptcy. No, no. Listen, Jennifer from Reno, Nevada. Very funny. Well played. But uh, bankruptcy does not rhyme with Delta. I hear some that do, though, Donna. You ready? And, and, and Delta was trying like hell to keep up. With people, like they'd be like, uh, uh, we apologize for any frustration related to the delay, is what they responded to the, the gentleman who wrote just delay. So they're responding to even the, 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 the smart asses, you know? Yeah. Um, Slim Jim, the verified Twitter account for Slim Jim, tweets in response to what words rhyme with Delta. Slim Jim tweets meat, M E A T, meat, right? Doesn't rhyme with Delta, but, uh, Let's see if Delta's going to respond, Donna. And what do you know they do? Delta responds back to Slim Jim with meet you at 30,000 feet. Meet is spelled M-E-A-T for the Slim Jim folks. Right. Well, and I don't mind that. I kind of like when brands troll brands. Yeah, I think, I think good. that can I think be it's cute. Good. I think it's good. Not a good day for it, though, because remember, we got hundreds of people in New York, hundreds of people in Vegas that are roasting in Delta jets with no air uh, for hours on the tarmacs. And those Which people begs are, the next question. Uh-huh. Would you not... Is there not a point where you just take the content, like you take it down? Of course. And it's still active uh, this morning. So that's my point. Yeah. How can you be a Fortune 500 company and not as many people that are listening right now that listen in that are listening area for, for the bear, you know, that work for Delta? How has someone not seen that and reached out to someone and said, take it down? Hey, don't you think we probably should take this down? We're not getting a lot of good press. Um, let's see here. Someone uh, tweeted in response to uh, Delta's tweet. What words rhyme with Delta? Smelt a nasty ass fart on my last Delta flight. Okay. Whoever smelt a Delta. <laughs> All right. I love it. I'm like a kid. I love it. Um, and then uh, then the people that are stranded on the tarmac start playing. <laughs> and they get tweets like this to Delta. What words rhyme with Delta? The original tweet, 3.15 p.m. Eastern. The response from Jamie Beth, Melta, M-E-L-T-A, Melta, Jamie Beth writes, which is what I'm doing right now on the tarmac at JFK. Melta. Mm. Words that rhyme with Delta, Donna. Delta. Delta for the win. Delta. Delta for the win. We're going out on this. Here we go. Delta gets you there. Yay! Thank you for your support of the podcast. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. Gallery Furniture Gainesville Donna is where you should go to see Donna. I got two Donnas in my life. My life's better because I got two Donnas in it. I got my Donna. And I got Donna from Gallery Furniture, Wolfman's daughter, Donna. Yes, the same Donna, the same uh, the same location. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Whatever room needs a, uh, what would you say, Donna? Or not, not, maybe not even a redesign. Maybe just a splash just a of color. Fluffing and dusting. A, a, a splash of newness. Whatever room that may be in your home, Gallery Furniture Gainesville is going to be able to find you a great piece of furniture that's going to pop for yeah. whether it's your, 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 your bedroom, whether it's your, your kitchen, your living room, your patio, outdoor furniture. They got it all. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman, Donna. Choked. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing it's like, um, we have been looking, Olivia's moving into an apartment and needs a couch. And we have kind of been looking and we, you gave her a budget, you know, to kind of stay in that, you know, to get just, you know, we do. Here's my thing about buying a couch. And I know there's people who 
are successful. We've talked about this before, buying off Facebook Live and all this stuff. You know, maybe you say, oh, well, kids don't need new couches. I don't want my kids sitting on a couch that somebody's possibly been brushing someone's hair on or murdered someone or I don't even know what. You know, I just can't do it. Those are some pretty big allegations, pretty big charges there. Yeah, but I think used furniture brings karma into people's houses. So my point is, whatever you're going to pay on Facebook Live for some dusty old couch that someone's investing somebody on. Facebook Marketplace, right? Right. You can just go to gallery and get something beautiful, brand new. For I guarantee you it's going to be below your budget. And what you and I found is when Olivia started kind of looking, because she's up in Knoxville. And when she started looking at furniture places, even the places that you think are like discount furniture places, the furniture is expensive right now, very expensive. And so why do that to yourself? Take your budget, go to gallery, give her the opportunity to earn your business. It's a local business um, and she can deliver it or you can take it with you. And it's just really important right now because I think a lot of people always think, well, I'm going to go to these discount places that I hear about these big box retailers because it's so much cheaper. It's actually not. It's really not when you get in there and start kind of looking around. A couple of notes for you. The follow on Instagram for Gallery Furniture is at Ask for Wolfman Furniture online, askforthewolfman.com. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Thank you, Donna, for your support of the podcast. Uh, Gallery Furniture has been with us since uh, S1E1, Season 1, Episode 1. Also, big thanks to Fable Ford, FableFordGA.com, home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty, Brightmore Healthcare, BrightmoreHealthcare.com. T-Mobile and Delta Atlantis hometown airline, uh, unless they have canceled in the last uh, few minutes here since the uh, segment. Yeah. Check your email. Since the segment aired. And AwesomeAlpharetta.com. Awesome Alpharetta. Come play a while, stay a while. And join us at the Alpharetta Farmer's Market, the downtown Alpharetta Farmer's Market, where you're going to find farmers with fruits and vegetables, natural meats, and gardeners with fresh flowers, Donna, and herbs, and makers of all sorts of edible home goods from uh, desserts and bunt cake. Who, who doesn't love bunt cake? I break for oh bunt cake. Gosh. I break for bunt cake. Uh, I want a bunt cake right now. Delicious breads to local raw honey, homemade sauces, jellies, soups, and soaps. Those are two different things. Soups and soaps. Get it all at the Alfreda Farmer's Market downtown there on the town green. I believe you had a question about jam at some point, the difference between jellies and jams. Uh, that, yes. Yeah. And we had a pod peep that reached out God bless to you. explain. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What the difference was. This is thrilling content, I know, so just hold, please. Can you, like, tap Well, I can. I can tap dance and talk more about the Alfred Farmer's Market okay, while you good. get that uh, that pot peep taken care of. 8.30 till 12.30. 8.30 a.m. till 30 p.m. Right there in front of Alpharetta City Hall. Two Park Plaza is the address. AwesomeAlfreda.com. Uh, go to the events page. Get details about this. Uh, man, it's, it's, a, it's a locally sourced farmer's market. We got cows in Alpharetta. We got chickens in Alpharetta. We got fresh eggs. Got uh, we got it all. Alfred, we got uh, soaps and soups and jellies and jams. And what's the difference in a jelly and a jam? Okay, here we go. Okay, tell Cat. This is from Rosemary Hayes. Love Rosemary. Love her. She's had a tough time lately, and she's doing much better health wise. I'm very happy for that. So she says, "Tell Catty, jelly is translucent. Jam is more like blended fruit. Preserves are pieces of fruit, like pie filling. Right, sure. You also okay. can't jelly. That's the difference in jelly. Yeah, you got to take that out. Huh? Take that out. It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. Gary steps up on the porch. He's home now, ready to see his wife and brace her. She pulls out a gun, shoots his ass, kills him right there on the porch. He's a cheater. Well, allegedly, Donna, allegedly. Now, should there not have been some sort of tribunal? Should there not have been some questions asked? How about some counseling, maybe therapy? Is it necessary to put a bullet through this man's heart? 
Yeah, and that was some irony, is it not? That's like Shakespeare. Well, she put a bullet through. He put a bullet through her heart. So she literally. Okay. Put uh, a the, the apples and heart. oranges. Get up and go with Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. Do you ever check? Like, I just happened to look at my messages, like from Facebook. Do you ever look? No. So I've got this ex boyfriend. What? Yeah, he's driving me nuts. Who? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. He's like, this is the latest. Hello, Donna. July, June 16th. June 16th. Hello, how are you doing today? Okay. Then June 17th, question marks. Then today, you've been ignoring my text lately. What's wrong? Okay, not lately. I haven't answered any of your texts. Is it Peter? No. And then he hit me up for Eagles tickets. I've, I've had three people hit me up for Eagles tickets. I don't have Eagles tickets. I don't have tickets. Eagles tickets. Somebody asked for Aerosmith tickets, too. I don't know. I don't I, know Stephen Tyler, no. And I'll give uh, to you about Eagles tickets. They're not going your way. Anyway. Who's this? Uh, who's this? Uh, who's this? I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay. Are you following? Wow. This is like, That's we dismissive. haven't talked about this, That's but dismissive. are you following this? And I'm sure today, by the time the podcast comes out tomorrow, we're going to know a lot more information. We can talk about it more next week. But this case about, I find it fascinating because I was down in this area when I was in Birmingham opening our store. Mm-hmm. Are you following the story about the woman driving in Hoover out, right outside of Birmingham yes. that supposedly saw a yes. male toddler baby? Yep, walking. Walking, and then nobody heard from her? Right. Well, Hoover police are going to release some details today. So she told a 911 dispatcher that she saw a toddler walking alone on the side of an interstate. She's 25 years old. She called at 9.34 p.m., and she told the dispatcher that she saw a toddler walking on the side of I-459 South. Now, let me tell you something. As I told y'all about the roads down there, if there is a baby walking on I-459, that's a miracle in itself that a baby's walking on the side of the – I mean, it's that's horrible. But I'm just telling you, there, there's this, this just does not add up. It what, does what, not add up. What do you think is the uh, – what do you think is going on? I don't know. So get this. So they arrived at the scene, and they find her belongings, but not her. Okay, they found her phone, um, and they have not received a, another report from anyone that saw a baby on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for, or there was no nothing about a missing child, right? So then they had a twenty five thousand dollars reward for her. Okay, so then she shows back up. Mm-hmm. So pay to the order of that check from Crime Stoppers. Pay to the order of she put well, her, she put her nail in her top of her head and start scratching but it. why i mean uh, what what is the deal no, let's wait let's reserve comment until the tuesday episode of cadillac jack my second act so we can look through we can we can harvest and cobble uh together and dissect any any developments that are released today from authorities in hoover alabama how about that well here's the thing so she <sighs> she well i'm just telling i find this fascinating they had to take her to the uab to the university of alabama you know the mm-hmm. hospital right and the parents said because they said what shape was she in did you were you able to talk to her and they said no she was in really really bad shape and her boyfriend said listen she was fighting for her life for 48 hours she was heading home from work she was 10 miles south of birmingham she was on the phone with her brother's girlfriend when she said she saw a child on the roadside yep, yep, yep. Well, what happened to the child where'd the child go well here's the thing I, as you know, I use a lot of tactics when I need to get off the phone with like my sister or certain people that are long winded. Okay. Like I'll be like, oops, yeah. I'm going in a tunnel. Yep. You just hang I mean, on. And I could just be driving like right down on. 400 yeah, yeah. or oh, going into a parking deck. I'll call you back. Phone's dying. Need to never, charge. Never to be heard from again. Yeah. 
but but I'm heard from again. And I also like if she pulled out a baby walking on the side of the highway just to get off the phone with her brother's girlfriend. Oh, you don't think, do you? That's extreme. Conversation continues Tuesday episode, Cadillac Jack Mike, second act. You can also join us every weekday, 530 till 10 a.m. Eastern for Cadillac and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. I thought to myself, self, there is genuinely no one like you in this world. And I don't at this moment know if that's a good or bad thing. They're folks just like you. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. A simple search and uh, download the free Bear app. The Bear 92.5 is a search in the Apple uh, App Store or Google Play. The Bear 92.5. Weekdays, 5.30 till 10. The Bear 92.5, Atlanta. Shoot me in the head now. Uh, this is audio from a Taylor Swift sing-along jam aboard a Southwest Airlines flight from Denver to Salt Lake City this past Sunday evening after a sold-out Taylor Swift show in Denver. And it, we're going to go back up to the plane in just a moment, the Southwest jet, and I, I bet you we're going to learn, Donna, that they're still singing. Yep, see, there they are. The Swifties are still singing aboard that flight. They're still circling, circling, circling Salt Lake. Um, the, the Southwest flight attendants are encouraging this behavior. Over the intercom, they're playing, uh, what song? Romeo and Juliet, Love Story. Donna, what's the name of the song? Yes, it is Love Story. Why do you have such a problem with this story? Um, because if I'm a flyer, if I paid for a ticket aboard a Southwest oh flight, uh, and it's, it's a red eye. Uh, it's already been delayed. And suddenly there are hundreds of Taylor Swift fans, Swifties as they're called, on my flight. And then the flight attendants play a song over the intercom, which creates just chaos from the Swifties, uh, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to be happy. And I, there's, there's many things that I would rather, I would have rather been doing than been aboard that flight with uh, hundreds of Taylor Swift fans after a Denver show on the way back to Salt Lake city on the red eye. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I, I would rather eat kale chips, Donna. And for me, that's saying something. That's a mess. That's a strong message. You have to agree, right? Uh, that is a strong message. I think I know a couple of things you'd rather be doing. Uh-huh. You'd rather be clipping your nose hair. Right. Because you're an old man. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. You'd rather be knitting yourself a new sweater because you're just chilly, Uncle oh, Charles, okay. walking around. Right. I would, I would, I would have rather gotten three root canals without Novocaine than have have, have have been aboard that Southwest flight full of Swifties from Denver to SLC on the red eye. That's sad. I'd rather have been doing that. I would rather, I'd rather crash my truck, Donna. That's, okay, that's don't strong. say that. That's strong. I'd rather crash my truck than have okay. been on that Southwest flight. Don't say that. You're just a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. You really are. You're an old man. I'd rather, an old man's body. I'd rather have gotten pregnant accidentally, accidentally gotten pregnant, Donna, than been aboard that Southwest flight. All right. Where Swifties were Good encouraged. Thing. You don't have to worry about that. Encouraged to sing Love Story and other Taylor Swift hits over the uh, just invading people's space, their personal space on the but Southwest. But you have jet. two daughters. Like, what if Charlotte was up singing that? You would have a problem? I would rather watch Caillou oh my God. on PBS than have been aboard that Southwest jet. He's not around anymore. Yeah, is he not? I'd rather I, I would rather get gas at Costco on a Sunday afternoon. He grew up and he's a TikTok star. Then uh, then been aboard that Southwest flight with Taylor Swifties from Denver to SLC Sunday night. Just angry, angry old men. Um, angry. Have we heard from Delta since we started recording? No, but that's why these girls love Taylor Swift because they know it just pokes at you, angry old men. Is that it? Is that it? That's really what it's all about. Yeah, and that's why I like when they sing "Mean." 
That song, I love singing that song. Sing it. Give us a little more. Give us a hum. All you are is mean and pathetic and a liar and alone again and mean. I'm banging my gamble. And mean and mean. And I've also got this hammer in my right hand. Someday I'll, I'll be, be big enough so you can't hurt me. Uh. And all you're ever going to be is mean. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's why these girls are screaming out because they're just, it's for every mean little man in their life, whether it's it's their boyfriend, their brother, their dad, their cousin, their uncle Mickey. All all men are mean. All men are mean. Not all men. Most men are mean. Most men are mean. Well, you're not, but I mean, I just can't imagine you sitting on a plane. Well, actually, I I can. I would. would This is what you would do. I I guarantee you. Let me tell you how this would go down. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, we're sitting on the Southwest plane, and I've got on my earphones or something. I'm just trying to pay attention to something. Donna, Donna, Donna. And then I'm not listening to you because i got on my earphones. You start poking at me. Uh-huh. And then I take my earphones off. Yes, Hyde. Do you hear these little girls up there singing? When are they going? We, how are we going to take off with all these girls singing? Right. That's me. You need to tell the flight attendant or the pilot that they need to have them sit Hit down. the call button now. Hit the call button. That's what I say, baby. Hit the call button and get the flight attendant back here. I need to speak with her. We need to shut this shit down. That's what we need to do. Swear to God. We don't need to be hearing love story at 3 a.m. flying over the the, the Rocky Mountains. But yet, when I was in full-blown, like I had my full-blown fear of flying Uh back in the... Uh, You're talking about the flight to L.A., aren't you? Early 2000s. You're going to talk to the flight to Jimmy Buffett in L.A., right? And the large people would walk up and down the, the, the aisle to go to the bathroom, and I would tell you... Why do they have to go to the bathroom? He's been three times. He needs to sit down. Yeah. You'd be like, well, for God's sake, these people need to go to the bathroom. Everybody's got a tinkle and doodle. Not the larger people that make the plane unbalanced. Uh, okay. All right. Rough week for the aviation industry, I guess, with uh, the Southwest Taylor Swift sing-along. Uh, people that are not Swifties are pissed. They're pissed. They're wanting refunds and shit. I, I would, too. I would, too. Um, you, you book a red eye for a reason, and that's for peace and quiet. That's why you That's why you fly a red eye. Not, not to be... Just kept up all hours of the day, night, or night, as is the case, with a bunch of 13-year-old girls singing love stories from Taylor Swift at the top of their lungs for four hours. Well, you also have to make sure you know when your red eye takes off, if you recall. That's right. Someone did. There are things called time zones, Donna. There are Mm -hmm. things called time zones you need to be aware of next time you fly. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen and Hans Appen. They are the uh, producers of this podcast. Production assistance for radio and podcast from Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack My Second Act, part of the Apple Podcast Network. Download the free Bear 925 app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and join us weekdays, 5.30 a.m. till 10 Eastern for Cadillac Jack and Donna Jack the Jacks on Atlanta's The Bear 925. It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. I thought to myself, self, there is genuinely no one like you in this world. And I don't, at this moment, know if that's a good or bad thing. They're folks just like you. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. 